2: Bag alert, major bag alert. Middlecoff, this mailbag, which you enter by going on iTunes, leaving us a review on iTunes. Five stars, we appreciate it. Leave us a question. Tell us your favorite bar. And, uh, no, that's it. That's what you do. Uh, you can also do it on Facebook.
0: Let's take get in the mailbag. Yep. We are presented by our friends, sponsored this podcast, uh, the mailbag, all week, every podcast, every YouTube show, by our friends. Tito Beverage, who started the company, he created this thing called Tito's. It's now Tito's vodka, number one spirit in America. No big deal, Tito's vodka. Go have yourself a cocktail, and when you do, send us a pic, tweet Absolutely. at us, DM us, and and link us. We're also
2: brought to you by MyBookie.ag
0: promo code Ham and the number one. Yeah, get your gamble on MyBookie.ag promo code Ham and the number one. You can gamble on football, NFL, college, baseball. No big deal. alcs How about a little golf, a little live golf? You want to bet on Xander Shoffley? He's struggling. Uh, MyBookie.ag, promo code AM1. Get your gamble on. All right, John, let's go. You ready to roll? Ready.
2: Mailbag's made for the weekend. You're busy people. This is from C.C. Cortez. Kind of a full name on the internet. C.C. says, Mayock leaked it. Hated being the scapegoat for bad drafting. There's your answer. Could we see the return of Chip Kelly back in the NFL with this new opening, or maybe even somewhere else? Chip may not be great, but Mark Davis isn't the sharpest tool in the shed. If you guys had to guess who the next coach of the Raiders would be, who would you pick? Got a strong feeling it's going to be a collegiate guy.
0: One's a lot, I I don't see that. Do you? Chip Kelly's not coming back to the NFL.
2: No, I don't see that either. Um, the collegiate guy thing would be interesting if it's uh, a a guy Mayock really likes, like you know Dabo Sweeney, uh, and Dabo wants to leave, or b a collegiate guy. Who has the leverage to get full control, but isn't being offered NFL jobs because it's not the first NFL job you pick? But if you're Matt Campbell, let's say, and the Raiders offer you full personnel control, you're like, "Well, wow, how, how often am I getting that chance? I mean, I know I'm a hot commodity,
0: but damn." I guess I would, I would pump the brakes on what I said. The collegiate is not on the table because oh, I Mayock, thought you were saying Chip was not on the table. Well, Chip's not on the table, but I, I thought college coach Raiders. But that if Mike Mayock is making the pick. His knowledge of college coaches, right, calling college games for a long time, his job going to the pro days, really using those guys as resources, getting to know college coordinators and head coaches. Brian Kelly. Wouldn't you think he would know potentially as many college coaches as he would NFL coaches?
2: Yeah, I mean, I would imagine he knows a lot of NFL coaches, but yeah. he just know a lot, yeah. He's talking his- to both of them. Prep, draft prep for him was more about – he. remember, he would always say, "It's I'm about the players, I'm not about the – Fit necessarily,
0: yeah. The talent, yeah.
2: He's just about evaluating, grading the talent, not about like this guy. And although he did, he did love that receiver from Germany uh, for the Vikings. But let me get Rick Smith on the phone for you. I'm I'm gonna make a like he's getting a table at a restaurant for somebody. But (laughs) um,
0: I don't know if that guy's still around. But Justin Jefferson's like, like yeah, six I'm here.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, how come we didn't call Rick Smith about Justin Jefferson? <laughs> anyway, though. Uh, yeah, I think you're the, the regardless of where he knows more, he probably knows a ton of college coaches yeah. and has a good feel for maybe even maybe he gets maybe it's a deal where if you if you stick with the guy that's the coach right now, let's say the Raiders have a good run. And eh, but but maybe he knows an offensive coordinator in college that would be a fit in the NFL. You know, maybe something like if, that.
0: if Mayock gets to choose, I would say a lot would be on the table.
2: Next up, this is from Ferndale Youth Football Team. This must have been the whole squad that uh, sent us this message. It says, Don't Switch Now is the title. Love you guys, but you blow teams every year who win this. Who win the September. Come on. I'm not even sure which team it's referring to, but Ferndale in the Valley? <laughs> Keep an eye on that. You know, I, I'm not familiar with Ferndale, John. It sounds okay, yeah. like it might be south of Fresno and north of L.A. It would be my guess. Um, it had a Bakersfield
0: feel to oh, it. Oh, no. You know. humble. Humbled. That's I, north not, for you non geographers. I honestly haven't spent much time north of, uh, I would say, Woodland. Just the one time we drove to the University of Oregon campus in high school is probably yeah. as far north as I went through the state. I've, I've done that drive a couple times, but never spent any time in Chico. I actually went to Mount Shasta one time. Uh, this is from Eric on Facebook. Message for the pod I'm sure you
2: guys will be covering this, but the Arizona game dot, dot, dot. RD surprisingly played out of their minds. Yeah, Norman's a liability, but other than that, they kept him in check. Our offense, though, I feel Kyle's a large part of the blame for this loss, playing a uh, play calling, not kicking field goals. Trey looks like the game is going too fast for him right now. What are your thoughts on that L and who it falls on? You know, the one thing you'd say about Norman in that game, right, is DeAndre Hopkins, one of the best receivers in the league, speed not his greatest strength. So in that way, a, not not a terrible matchup. Rondale Moore I, might be terrifying for the next 10 years, though.
0: Pretty good. I guess the knock on him was a, a soft tissue issues at Purdue. Doesn't look like an issue right now in the NFL. You don't need a tissue for that issue. Because <clears throat> his <clears throat> tissues are clicking on all cylinders, baby. I saw Norman's already got four PIs this year, so he's you know he hasn't played in that many games. Not a fast guy, a little bit of a mugger at the line, not ideal situation, but what else are they going to do? They're just kind of rolling with the veteran presence. Their defense was not the problem. They just have to score more points. I I don't care about plays. I don't care about yards. You just have to find a way to score more points. Do whatever you have to do and not get people killed. So just find a way to score points. Name of the game, guy.
2: I I don't mind the not taking the field goals.
0: I I agree. I have no problem going for a fourth down. I have no problem not kicking field goals. Even that Joey Sly guy, he's pretty ripped. Oh, my God. I was like, what is this going to look
2: And then he nailed it.
0: Wisnowski had a shot. Next up, Farrell Ball, uh, Bell, sorry, Bell. This
2: is Bell from New Braunfels is how he signs this. You can't see the bottom of it on uh, YouTube, but uh, Bell from New Braunfels. What's up, my Caucasian brother? (laughs) This was directed to me, although it applies to both of us. A question for the pod. With the safety play opposite of Tyron Matthew being absolutely putrid up until this point, should the Chiefs seriously consider bringing in Earl Thomas to shore up the back end? I understand he's been out of the game for a minute. But that didn't stop them from bringing in Flash Gordon. And you could argue they have one of the best cultures to do so. Am I way off? Or should we expect some activity towards the trading deadline?
0: I feel like Earl's just gone. Like, there's no coming back for Earl Thomas. It ended. Gordon's issues were, you know, he couldn't pass drug tests. And then all of a sudden, a little bit like California, the NFL was like, oh, we're good with weed. So they were like, okay, Gordon's not a problem anymore. To me, the Earl thing, remember, it was like a Attacked a player on his own team and stormed out of practice. And the Ravens, who have a pretty big buttoned-up operation, were like, "This guy's gone," and they just cut him. Remember that? Remember no. that moment? And one of the teammates like showed the practice fe- or someone showed the practice footage, and yeah. it was kind of crazy. Like, what is this guy's problem?
2: Well, we can say this to Bell, right? The trade deadline is not going to be the they don't they don't have to trade
0: for him. No, they? but but could they trade? I mean, there's not like Ed Reed's on the block. Like, usually, there aren't. Who's really on the trading block most most years? It's like Golden Tate. He could be had for a third. Like It's not, it's not like, uh, you know, CeCe Zabathia in his prime. You get him, right? It, it happens more in baseball and basketball. Like, hey, Bradley Beal. Like, in football, even the worst team, it's not like, uh, you know, the Jags, they're, they're, they're willing to listen on Lawrence. You know, it doesn't, you're just, it's not really happening.
2: You know, one of the issues for them might be that they are, in some ways, a star-based team, right? Like, they've got a bunch of – they've got a, a handful of, like, major big-time players. And Tyron Matthews is one of those guys. And it seems like that maybe he's not quite the peak honey badger anymore. Yeah. And when you're built that way, you know, that that puts a lot of pressure on everybody else when you don't have an eraser. But, yeah, their defense – got to do something, John. Their defense is – as the internet, as I like to say, the internet likes to say, problematic.
0: It's like historically bad. I think they're giving up like seven yards of play. No, a lot of that's probably because they've given up, I'm sure, the most like 50-yard plays in the league so far this year. <laughs> Frank Clark's kind of shot. Chris Jones is he- unhealthy. Their defensive line is not very good. So, like, they they've, they would tell you, you know, even the Honey Badger, we, we, when we won the Super Bowl, Frank Clark was good and Chris Jones was good. So, we got pressure. And as you know, like you don't ideally you want four sweet D linemen. If two of your four are sweet, the other two with them will look better, and your defensive line will be good. Well, their defensive line stinks, and it's because like Chris Jones is injured, and Frank Clark after he got nailed with the Lambo and the machine guns, just just always injured. <laughs> All right, next up, how about
2: this, John? This says, "Heyo, Christopher William Nelson." full name on the internet from Davis. High. look at the photo, Jen. It's Chris Nelson. From We went to high school with Chris Nelson. I played to football to him in years.
0: I played football, Chris.
2: What a guy, man. Uh, he says, I'm a whiskey fan. I knew nothing about Tito's. He's got a photo here until uh, he sponsored you. And now I recommend it to everyone. My question is how do you two prep for a podcast? How much sports articles reaching out to you two do, Plus the amount of time you two prep with each other because correct me if I'm wrong, you're like, correct me if I'm wrong, you're like John Madden and Al Michaels. Very raw. The chemistry is dynamic and your analysis is on point and free flowing. And yet the depth is phenomenal. Player names, coach names, team names, what's happening. Truly blue collar couch workers. Hope you're both doing well. Uh, He says, guy, I loved you. I love the King's era with you and Bobby. Favorite bar is Stag in Woodland. Much love. Chris Nelson, much love back to you. Davis High, class of 03.
0: Think about this guy, Bobby, now coach of the uh, Scott Stockton Ports. I don't think that's their name, but he's they got it. The G League team, right? Are they in Stampede, Stockton, Stockton uh, or Lodi, Reno? Reno? He's a but isn't he the Kings G League? Big coach Horn- now? Reno Bighorns? <laughs> isn't Bobby Jackson? The, yeah, the, are they not the uh,
2: Reno Bighorns? Did they? Move no, to I thought Boston? it's in like oh. I
0: thought it's in like Lodi or oh, okay. one of those towns. You know, Stockton, Turlock, somewhere. Yeah, down Bobby there. is the yes Stockton yeah. Kings. They just
2: made it simple. That's the way to do it. Good job by them. Yeah, yeah
0: so you know moving yeah. on up in the world
2: bobby jack we're rooting for bobby jackson
0: hell yeah uh christy now on staff too
2: good question good questions chris nelson um how do we prep well i uh it's a lot of just constant consuming i'd say that's probably the first thing we do right just we're, we're always consuming consumer Con- we're consumers um I know when you miss a day, it takes time. You spend some time. I like for me, Wednesday, I was doing more Pac-12 basketball and media day stuff. And so I spent more time than usual, probably Thursday, just catching up, watching Derek Carr, just catching up on stuff. Cause you can get behind, you do stuff with the internet. Like you can get behind the internet real fast. And if
1: you're
0: yeah. behind the internet, people are telling the good thing is people tell you you're behind like, no, man, this happened. I think sometimes oh. if you see something on social media, just because I'm not I don't have like a folder that I keep things on and there's just so much happening sometimes I'll just forward I'll DM guy a tweet or something and it'll just kind of keep it in our thought process and then it will be like yeah. oh this happened a couple days ago cuz things now happen at such rapid speed you can be like oh we want to talk to that sometimes we have a topic that we don't use and we use the next day right we do that sometimes if something's going to be an evergreen. But I keep a I know you do, I keep a, a, a page for every sh- show we do. This goes back to my radio days, right? I, I think in the football season, like once the season starts. It-
1: Prize Picks is America's number one fantasy sports app because it's the easiest and most exciting way to get in on the action. While you watch your favorite players in sports, you just pick more or less on two or more player stats and then the fun is on. Prize Picks has something for every sports fan from basketball to hockey, to League of Legends, and everything in between. It's really simple to play. You make your picks, submit an entry in less than 60 seconds. I'll do it at halftime of a basketball game, and I also have some season-long more or less picks on MLB homers. You may remember I've got less on Otani homers this year. We'll see. And at halftime of your next NBA blowout game, Just jump on and go, ah, Steph Curry more than 11 points in the second half. It'll change the game for you. Download the Prize Picks app and use the code HAM50 for a first deposit match of up to $100. That's HAM50 for a first deposit match of up to $100. Prize picks, pick more, pick less. It's that easy. ButcherBox.com slash ham and another special deal. Free for a year, you get salmon, chicken breast,
0: you create podcasts that it is, but it's also easier to miss stuff. Like there's so much stuff. stuff. Like Oh man, I want
2: to talk about that thing that happened in the dolphins game. You know, I keep a page for every show and it might be that, uh, we're not doing a show till the next day, but I thought of something. So I just make a note. Yeah, I've done that. too.
0: And then you forget, uh, or remember, I have a little notepad in my phone that, uh, sometimes if the edibles kicking in, I think of something good. I'll type it in. You
2: put it in there. Yeah. I'm always, I always find the phone. I hate the phone's too many steps. Like, I, I hate opening. The, I mean, it's it's so convenient. I'm always trying to find other notebooks because I hate going in. I hate the, the thumb
0: and the texting. It drives me nuts. I have but a lot of note stuff in my phone just for a lot of things. Yeah. I use I, I use that pretty consistently. But I don't go back. Like, I, I put some, like, words of wisdom. Not mm. I don't call it words of wisdom. but Yeah, just yeah, things yeah I totally. Think of. And then sometimes you'll we'll go back and go, like, God, that was a great thought. I haven't read it in three years. I know. So when people that take notes, you're like, I got 10 years of notes. Well, do you go back and read what you did eight years ago? Because if you do, sometimes you're like, oh, that worked, and this, you know, that's right. They say history is the way, so you don't repeat it, right?
2: But Absolutely, but but the the user said uh, writing stuff down is only half. The system has to be you keep reusing, yeah, you know. Uh, but that's what you can have thirty. No one ever's like, you know, there's thirty seven quotes I live by because you can't get. You got to be like three things. You know, you got to keep it simple. Yeah. Uh, in terms of the pre-show. We def- we talk before we start the show about our topics and the way we want to uh, talk about things for sure. But I mean, I think we've been doing this long enough that we build a framework. We not like scripting it to different things. I would say in that yeah. regard, Stag and Woodland. You've been there. I've not been there. I have not. No, Chris Nelson, <laughs> good, uh, you,
0: good, good. Garden College. Thanks or, for I mean, high school. <laughs> yeah, what, was he number sixty four? Uh, I think he might have been sixty nine. 67, I can't remember. It was definitely a 60s number. Uh, All right, next
2: up. God, it's cool to hear from somebody in your past. Uh, Willie Wright, next up. Willie says, if the fans stop showing up or going to games, will Kyle or John Lynch be fired this year? Love the show, but the Niners are so frustrating. God, Willie, stop being so negative. Um, Will the fans start showing up? Will Kyle or Lynch, I don't think those guys, no, those guys aren't getting fired this year unless they have an issue between one another. But I don't think Jed is going to go, this isn't working. You guys are out of here. Or one of you is out of here after the 2021 season.
0: No chance. But one thing we've seen in football is things do change really fast when you start losing. Yeah. Because we think about the name we brought up on the last practice. podcast. Doug Peterson, the second to last year, started getting a little weird with Carson Wentz. And it bleeds into the following year. So I could see, like, they, they do need to find a way. <laughs> in the next just month to just win a couple games and right the ship, right? Because it could get weird fast. The IU thing, the Lance thing, the Jimmy thing, and then all of a sudden you're going into next year with bad vibes.
2: And as good as a job as you do of keeping the outside noise out, it does create just an anxiety, a pressure.
0: Yeah, and it's not like, you know, guys, we only won five games when we thought we were going to go to the Super Bowl, but somehow we were able to get Kayvon Thibodeau. It's like, no, that would actually go to the Dolphins, you know? Yeah.
2: Oh, right, because you traded your first-round pick. <laughs> exactly. There is no silver lining. <laughs> no. Uh, Brandon says, do you believe Kyle Shanahan, the GM, is holding
0: back Kyle Shanahan, the coach? I don't have enough inside information to make like a true comment because I could, could be convinced either way. I, I, I do think that just coaches in general are not the greatest evaluators. Now, it doesn't mean on individual people. I just mean as a whole. Like, I mean, obviously every coach can get a certain player right, but as a whole, I don't want them picking players. Because I think consistently, historically, in the sport of football, it's very, very difficult when you're also the head coach. It it just, it is. We know
2: he has final say on the roster, so he's ultimately responsible for it. We don't necessarily know, you know, which players he loved and which players John Lynch loved and which players. The scouting uh, staff loved and how much he listened to them on other players
0: that first Uh, draft it was clear that lynch loved solomon and rubin right yeah yeah but But i mean kyle had to too he wasn't just gonna let john lynch who had been calling you know football games on tv for a decade just come pick the two players in his first draft scouting post-game spreads (laughs) with kevin burkhart i here's where i will give kyle credit he is very cool with drafting defensive guys really high even though he's the coordinator, right? He is not – he's very equitable, which I think has been a knock on Gruden. It's like he always leans like he just cares about his offense more than his defense. Like I I do think that John – or I mean Kyle is like does get the big picture of building the team. Now, is his process right, picking the players? That can be debated. But I I don't knock him there. Do you? Not – I would add also –
2: did you say receivers too? I didn't add that, no. Yeah, I mean, skill, offensive skill guys is always – but, yeah, I mean, it's – even if he's the one the, – the one thing would be weird is, like, he's the one – is if you're picking a bunch of players that are not on your side of the ball, i got to think you're trusting other people.
0: You have to, yeah. Because you wouldn't pick a guy on the so other side of the ball right that you really like that your coordinator didn't like, right? That wouldn't make any sense. Not unless you were a dick. <laughs> yeah, it's happened before, I've heard. Uh, Jesus.
2: This, this is from Joey uh, – Joey. Joey says hey uh do not think either of you were too hard on trey at all sounds like a scout talking about trey people are too soft ha 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 ha. can you please do a pod roasting kyle i mean this guy has blown has been blown by everyone since 2019 but since then he might be the worst head coach in the league i mean the offense is a mess and it's his fault i've never seen a route concept that run multiple guys in the same zone i mean i feel kyle does not realize when defenses go from man pre-snap to zone post-snap Most importantly, I feel like all his decisions are him acting like his job's on the line, and he's overreacting to situations, and it gets the best of him. For example, week four, not going forward on fourth down, and then overcompensating the next week when if he just kicks field goals because a good portion of those fourth downs were in field goal range and trust his defense, maybe they win. Also, why the fuck is Trey running like Cam when you have a running back uh, when you have a running back that's playing well but only got 11 touches? There's more. I mean, he's all over the place. And was last year no one noticed because the excuse train left the station when Bosa and Jimmy got hurt. (laughs) I think there's more to the fact that he might be fired if he doesn't go to the playoffs. The only way to explain a lot of this. Oh, it's the only way to explain a lot of this. They have not made sense as a franchise since the NFC championship game. 2020 offseason was a nightmare minus Trent. This offseason, they refused to play half their picks. I have no idea what's going on in Santa Clara, but I think there's more to the story. By the way, bet you all Jimmy starts against the Colts. If that happens, I think he's coaching for his life. Big fan of the work.
0: People, People flip on coaches in the sport of football. I would put it up with any reaction in any walk of life that happens faster of just like a casual guy who's cool with a coach. He just needs like two games worth. Like, I'm out on this motherfucker. I, 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 I noticed it on the internet with Frank Reich. Everyone gave that guy a lot of credit. I see a lot of like, I think he's, uh, this guy stinks. It's was like, I, listen, you can go through a rough stretch. You don't, just like Kyle, for example, like, you know, was that Kyle? Was that the name of the, the guy who just asked Johnny. the question? Johnny. Johnny Marino. The chances that Kyle wouldn't understand what to look for in like zone demand stuff, I think would be a little extreme like now do his players, and are they coaching it well enough? I think a strength of Kyle would be like the brilliance of understanding. Remember the thing that went viral a couple years ago in the Sunday night game uh, against the Packers? Not the, not the NFC Championship game, but the Sunday night game. He goes, the referee, he goes, watch. Kittle's going to run this out route. The DB's going to be here, and he's going to hold him. I promise you. Look! And then the guy throws the flag, and it was like, this guy's a genius! Kyle... I mean, guy, he was being talked about like a young Albert Einstein of football. And, and now, not just by the media. Later, his own
2: players talk about
0: him that way. And now it's like he's just a village idiot, which which is cool. Like, we are lucky because that does not happen in baseball. No one talks about baseball. And you can't even really have success talking doing a podcast of baseball. In basketball... It's really just you just talk incessantly about the star players and then the coach is an idiot and no one really even knows what the coach. does. That's what made specifically. That's what made the Steph Curry pick and rolls. It was a very NFL way to talk about basketball.
2: And the Warriors have been Warriors fans have been doing that for a couple of years now.
0: Well, because every other team runs pick and roll and Steve's whole big thing is like share the ball. And really,
2: Steve has a lot of success doing that. Yeah, because they're a big deal is why.
0: Right, that's 100%. One. Like, I, I bet a lot of, like, if you went to the Timberwolves coach, like, what do you want to do? I want every guy to kind of pass the ball, share the ball. Like, that's just a, a normal concept in the sport of basketball, right? Uh, but in football, people turn – unless you have an unlimited amount of equity like Belichick, you get flipped on quick, man. And I, I do think Kyle has just got to find a way – not that his job is not in jeopardy, but just I, I do feel like people are really down on him, really down on him.
2: Well, he's got a quarterback. Playing that guy and developing him is the fastest way to become the guy everybody loves. Like, really, it's the fastest.
0: But just do—remember when they used to do cool shit on offense? You'd be like, damn, that was a sweet play. Damn, that was a sweet drive. Yeah, you know what would
2: be good for them? Like, I, you, get, you said it in the podcast. The other you day, mean like a
0: 21-point first half or something and just be up 21-7 to seven at halftime? Mm-hmm. Something like that? Mm-hmm. And everyone like, oh, that's the guy we remember. They got a huge extension everyone was happy about? Like that? Yeah. Yep. Score if, some points. You get crushed as a coordinator slash head coach, like when you're the offensive guy and your your offense is just putrid. And when it's like, well, we got enough. There's there's dudes out there. you like, Elijah Mitchell. He's pretty good. Like, give him the ball.
2: Yeah, I I that's one thing too. When you say like, well, why are you running Trey so much when you got this other guy? It's like, well, I think that's part of what they had to do with Trey. Not all of it was designed either, but. But, yeah, there were moments where I thought just give it to the running back or or give it to Trey, like on that fourth and short sneak. But um, Give it to Elijah I will,
0: Mitchell. I like uh, yeah, that.
2: give it to Elijah Mitchell. I will say this to the last part about him getting fired, which I, to me is not on the table right now, but there have been a million things that have been unbelievable in sports until they happened, right, that have been crazier than Kyle Shanahan getting fired. Again, I'm not saying he's going to get fired. I'm not saying he should get fired. I don't even think he's on the hot seat with Jed, but who knows? But, again, there have been a million things crazier that happened. when well, you it, go, oh, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's – the Seth
0: Wickersham wrote a piece. Yeah, if you would have said six months ago, said, John Guy, I want you to do a podcast. Gruden is going to get fired uh, week after week five. List me 50 po- – it's a lock. It's going to happen. They told us this in, like, May. Give me 50 reasons why this would happen. Maybe we would have come up with some rate, something like that, but yeah. I don't, there's no chance we would have nailed it, right? We might not, have been not, somewhat not in the... the ballpark, but it just shows you, you never, ever know.
2: All right. With that in mind, everybody, go live this day to its fullest. Have a great weekend, and we'll talk to you soon. God. Save
1: big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app.